When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the Grow Your Business and Grow Your Wealth podcast with Gary Helt. Gary is an expert in helping business owners put together a plan that will provide a better future for their businesses, themselves, and their families. On the podcast, Gary interviews other professionals who share his vision, and together they share secrets and strategies any business owner can use to build a better financial foundation for your business and your life. Welcome back to the podcast. This week, our guest is Prashant Sabapathy, who is the co-founder of Elite Income Advisors. Welcome, Prashant. Hey, Gary. Good to see you. How are you doing? Great, great. Good. So, Prashant, let us know, how, how, what made you get into the, the finance field? You know, it's it's funny. I come from a family of doctors. Everybody in my family is a doctor. Actually, my father's a physician, mother's a retired physician, my brother's a physician, aunts, uncles, cousins, everyone in my family is a doctor. So uh early on in 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 school and college, I just I knew that biology and medicine just wasn't the right path for me. So actually when I graduated from University of Maryland, I uh started to work just at a big insurance company back in the day. And uh you know, I didn't know if I would stick or not, but after a while, it became clear to me that, you know, working with numbers is something that I really wanted to do. So I always like to say there's uh, one thing that kept me in the business, um, and that was back in 2014, my mother was actually diagnosed with um, frontal lobe dementia, and she was only 57 years old at the time when she was diagnosed. And so uh, through going through that personal experience and, and kind of seeing how difficult it is for families, not only emotionally, but financially to have to deal with the nursing home planning and assisted living side of the business, I wanted to be involved because number one, I have a personal uh, kind of experience that I can share with clients on. And, and number two is I just don't want anyone to be unprepared. Heaven forbid they go through a situation like that. So um, I started in the business, didn't really know if it would if it would be the right fit for me, but very quickly having gone through my own kind of personal uh, you know, troubles uh, with the family. It, that's what really kept me in the business, I would say. And that, that, that kind of seems to be a theme for many people, you know, when they finally pick that field that, that they want. It was something in their personal life that kind of drew them to that to that arena. Yeah. Um, so what what is it about the finance side now that when Prashant gets up in the morning, he gets excited to get in the office and start dealing with clients. Look, I think it's that no two people are the same, right? And that kind of goes without saying, but I love it. We we meet with hundreds and hundreds of people every single month uh, that watch our television program and, you know, that runs in the Baltimore area every week. And I do a radio show weekly as well. And so naturally, I get to meet with a lot of people. And what I love is when we go through the planning process, 
everyone has different things that are important to them. And what gets me up is being able to put a real plan together for somebody. And I'll tell you what, there's nothing like the look on their face when you shake their hand and say, look, your retirement is going to be taken care of. And so I, I love the interactions that we have, not only with our folks here at the office, our, our team here at the office, but um, our wonderful clients as well. So that's what keeps me going. And, um, you know, over the years, because I've been doing this, you know, about better part of a decade now, over the years, I think one of the really cool things has been getting to know clients' families as well. You know, you meet with these people, you put together these retirement plans, and eventually what happens is, you know, their kid gets married or they have a grandkid, and you inherently just get to meet the family as, as being a part of their financial life. And I think that's been one of the more rewarding things as well, is, is not only helping people financially, but more importantly, I think getting to know them as people and getting to know their families and getting to really experience what's important to these folks. Right. But, you know, in dealing with them, and it, and it definitely sounds like you guys have more of the holistic approach when it comes to, to dealing with people and their finances. What are some of the, the mistakes that you're seeing people make before they come to you guys? So I think in America, we've been kind of conditioned to think about our retirement as, you know, a number, right? It's just a number or a product. And I think that's a wrong way to look at it. I think when you go to see a financial advisor, you're naturally kind of on guard. I mean, the, the industry has conditioned the consumers to be like that. You don't want to be taken advantage of. You don't want to be sold a, uh, you know, a basket of goods that may not be the right thing for you. And so one thing that I think a lot of people make a mistake on is they start in the wrong place. So what I mean by that is if you want to go see a financial advisor and the first question they ask you is, Hey, Gary, what's your risk tolerance? Or, hey, Gary, have you heard about this stock or this mutual fund or this annuity? I think it would be great for you. I think that's entirely the wrong place to start. I think that where we should start is, look, what's going to be important to you? If you were to be 80 or 90 years old and look back on your life and say that my retirement was as fulfilling as possible, what would have had to happen for that to be the case? And so I think a lot of times people don't begin with what's important and beginning with what's important really starts with identifying what you want your life to look like, what you want to be involved with, who you want to give back to, to live your most fulfilling version of retirement. So stop thinking about retirement as a number that's, I have to get to a, a certain number before I can retire. I'd say figure out what life needs to look like, and then let's build a plan that allows you the opportunity to live that lifestyle. Right, right. So in, in doing this, this planning with the clients, I mean, I know lots of times when, when people first come in, you know, they don't necessarily want to tell you how much they, they have or or don't have because if they haven't done the planning early, they don't have a whole lot, or there may have been, you know, a, 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 an issue in life that that changed things for them. How do you help them overcome those fears of, you know, kind of letting their guard down? Because this is something that's very personal to a lot of people. Yeah, absolutely. It's one of the most personal things you could ever talk about with anyone. And I think that's what uh, keeps people away in terms of talking about it. Look, what I love to tell people is anytime you work with an advisor, you got to make sure 
that they're a good fit for you. And you know this in, in the line of work you do, Gary. It's like, you know, not every person's a good fit for every advisor, whether it's with taxes or with financial consulting. And so when I look at this, I always tell people, look, we're here today to just figure out whether or not we're the right fit to even help you out. And maybe we are, and maybe we aren't. If we are, that's great. If we're not, then that's totally okay too. And I think we've been sold in America this this pack of goods that's like every financial advisor is just trying to sell you something, whether they're trying to sell you the next best annuity or give you the next best stock tip or something like that. And to me, it's always kind of like, we shouldn't start with any of that stuff. We should really just start with what is personal to you. And my biggest thing is it's never too late to get started and it's never too early to get started with this stuff. So wherever you are in the process, just know that whatever you're feeling, you're likely not alone in what you're feeling. And the best thing you can do is just get it out on the table and see if there's anything you can do to make sure that you're on the right track. Um, it can be stressful. It can be an emotional thing to go through, but better to get it out and talk about it rather than to leave it pent up inside and have it uh, boil over into something that's creating a heck of a lot more stress for you. Right. Now, now, Prashant, you, I mean, you've written a book, you know, you have your podcast, you, you have your TV show. Right. Um, and, and, you know, I think that sometimes when when you're, you know, the expert like you are, that many times people, you know, are coming in and their um, expectations are are very, very high. How do you help manage those expectations of these clients or potential clients? Yeah, you know, I think it's all about being realistic, right? My, my biggest thing when we try to plan for folks is I like to show people what we believe to be the worst case scenario to be, right? Like we're not out here saying if the market goes up every single year for the rest of your life, this is what's going to, this is where you're going to end up. Because at the end of the day, we just know that that's not realistic. And I'll tell you what, we're feeling a heck of a lot of that in, in this year alone. <laughs> and so I think the biggest thing is managing expectations is all about figuring out whether you're going to be okay if we have a worst case scenario. Okay. Because if my clients are okay in a worst case scenario, I'm pretty darn sure they're going to be okay with anything uh, better than that. And so when we build plans, we try to build in the worst case scenario, if the market was to go down 30, 35, 40, 50%, is your retirement still going to be okay? And those are the types of questions we have to answer. So it's, you know, I, I think there's been a shift lately, probably in the last 10, 15 years, we see 10,000 baby boomers a day retiring still. And that number is projected to be at 10,000 for the next several years. And so what I think it really kind of comes back to is, do you have enough income to live the way that you want to live in retirement? And is that income going to be there for you, even if we go through a 30, 40, 50% downturn in the market? And so we've got to shift our way of thinking away from this growth, growth, growth mode and get into more distribution and income mode. And I think that's what, uh, you know, we specialize in is helping people with that. And that involves dealing with the worst case scenario. Right. I mean, obviously, you know, we're, we've gone through a lot of challenges. I mean, you know, we've gone through, 
you know, the multiple years now, the pandemic, um, yep. I don't want to say that we're, we're totally out of it because looks like we're not. Um, but then, you know, elections and everything else that's going on. And right. then now the, the inflation that we're dealing with. Yeah. Um, I guess, how are you guys handling these challenges? Um, because I'm sure that, that as you know, Rates went up last week, three quarters of a point. I'm sure yeah. that you guys were dealing with a lot of phone calls, you know, from people. What do we do now? Type thing. Right, and and you're right. I mean, we've had had we have had folks come in and and express, you know, concern about the market as they should. We've seen the market just in since I think since June seventh or June twentieth, down like over ten percent in like two weeks. That's pretty. That's pretty remarkable. And of course, the S and P five hundred has gotten crushed this year so far uh, as well. So, how we deal with it is, I, I'm a big believer that it really all comes back to the probability that your plan will be successful, right? And that's through the ups and the downs of the market. That's through high inflation, low inflation. So with inflation being high right now, one of the questions I'm getting is, okay, what if inflation continues to be this high for the next you know, year or two or three, right? I think we've all kind of found out that it's no longer transitory as uh, we were maybe initially told. And so if that is the case, and, and this is to happen, is our plan going to be okay, despite everything that's going on in the market? And so how we deal with that, I believe, is having as solid of an income plan in place as possible. I always like to say, like, back in the day, and this was before the cell phones and everything, right? It's like, if you were, if you were driving to on a vacation, family vacation, I remember my dad used to always have that roadmap in the glove compartment, right? And so for me, it's the same thing with retirement. Wouldn't you like to know that that roadmap is going to be in that glove compartment before you get lost? I mean, that's what it's really all about, I think. And so uh, when we create these plans, it's really nothing more than creating a real roadmap that accounts for different situations like higher inflation or stock market volatility. And I think it all circles back to how much income do you have? If you have enough income coming in to live the way that you want to live today, then the day-to-day of what's going on in politics and the market and everything else really doesn't affect your well-being in retirement. So, you know, more on the on the business side of things, obviously, um, you know, when when, you know, we were going through when COVID first hit, you know, many businesses had had to had to close or go virtual or whatever. What right. are you guys doing now for your clients? I mean, are you doing in, in person meetings? Are you doing um, Zoom? What, what are you guys doing? So for existing clients, we love uh, seeing our clients in person, but the pandemic changed everything, right? I think it, it was, if there's anything positive that came out of it is that the world is two years more technologically advanced than it ever was. And so now it's so easy to hop on a Zoom call or, or what have you. So we see a lot of our clients via Zoom. We have clients and I think 14 different states right now. And so most of them retired in Maryland, worked in Maryland, retired and, and moved somewhere else. Um, and so we're still visiting with folks via Zoom. We still do uh, have a 
brand new office here that we opened up in Ellicott City, big 6,000 square foot space with a ton of meeting rooms. And so we do see a lot of people in person as well, which I still love. I mean, uh, you know, not being able to shake hands with anyone for two years is kind of strange to me still. But um, yeah, things have definitely changed, but we've been able to engage with folks in several different ways. And actually now we're going back to doing uh, these in-person workshops. You know, I used to do these workshops way back uh, before the pandemic. We used to do four or five of them every single month on different retirement planning topics like Social Security collection and how to mitigate taxes in retirement and, you know, how to deal with market volatility. So we're starting to get back to that. I did my first in-person workshops uh, at the end of the or at the beginning of the second quarter here. And so we're looking forward to being able to do those in person again. Right. So when, when you're doing these workshops, what, what are you what are you guys kind of teaching? So one thing that's a really hot topic right now is the the idea of optimizing your social security benefits, right? I think this is such an important part of the income planning process. And we talked about that roadmap that I was referring to. It's all about figuring out where your income is actually going to come from when you get to retirement, whether that's withdrawals from your 401k or IRA, maybe you have a pension, but most everyone who's had, had an earnings history or a work record is going to be able to collect Social Security. Well, it's so important to figure out, do I collect that at 62? Do I wait till 67? Or do I delay all the way till 70? And what are the consequences of that on my financial plan? So I'm actually doing a workshop uh, later on in June here, and it's called Social Security Optimization and Tax Mitigation Strategies for Retirees, where we talk about all the different factors that go into how to make that decision on the best time to collect Social Security. And we also talk about taxes. I mean, you know this, obviously, uh, being in the business and doing what you do. I mean, how many times are clients coming to you and saying, Gary, how can I mitigate my tax liability in retirement? I'm just paying way too much. And I think that's top of mind for everyone. So that's what our workshops have been focused on lately. Social Security optimization and tax mitigation for retirees. Right. Now, you know, you've said that you've, you've been doing this for, for a little over a decade now. Right. What is some of the best advice that, that somebody has given you uh, during that time? I would say uh, don't get too high when the market's high and don't get too low when the market's low. I mean, I think that we've been through an unprecedented 10-year period of time here in the market with very little resistance. I mean, we saw some resistance in 2018 with the trade war with China. Of course, COVID was a bit of a resistance, but that only lasted about you know, 45 days before the market recovered. And I think what's going on right now in the market probably should have happened some time ago with the rising of interest rates and so on and so forth. But look, a 20% downturn, even a 30% downturn in the market is not the end of the world. So if you're out there, and I'm sure a lot of people are worried about their 401ks and IRAs right now, I would say, don't get too high when the market goes straight up, but also don't get too low at times like this where you think the sky is falling and that you'll never recover. I think it just comes back to if you have a plan in place, you're going to be well positioned moving forward. Right. What, what is something that you know now you wish you knew when you first started out? 
how much time you got. <laughs> Look, I've been fortunate to work with a lot of great mentors and a lot of partners, you being one of them. And, and I, I think it's, you know, it, it kind of comes back to this idea of staying grounded and really being able to focus on uh each person's individual needs. You know, when I started in the business as this young guy, we were we were pressured when I worked as a captive insurance agent, you were pressured to go out there and sell stuff, right? Go sell another life insurance policy, go sell a long-term care policy and do that whether it was in the best interest of a client or not. And one thing I found very quickly is that this industry has really shifted from where it was even 10 years ago, but even before that. You know, it's shifted today where everyone is super involved with their finances. And if as an advisor, I don't do the right thing for a client, it's going to result in that person either not doing business with me or going over to, to my competitor or, or doing something different. So what I've learned is that every person's different and that you can't force feed solutions into two different people's plans. you got to make sure that what you're recommending is the right thing for them, whether it's a mix of insurance, investments, income producing assets, everyone's different and they deserve to be treated uh, as individuals, not as numbers on a page or, or, you know, a cookie cutter type of approach. Right. I mean, I know that, that personally I run in all the time where, Hey, my next door neighbor did this when they set mm -hmm. their business up or whatever. And, right. you know, I have to kind of pull them back and, and you guys are doing the same thing. It's like, hey, you know, their situation is different. I don't know what's going on inside their household, but right. I know from yours that wouldn't be the best thing for you to do and, and, and explain why. Yeah, and I think I think people inherently, when they give people advice to, to their friends at work or from their brother-in-law or their golf buddy or fishing buddy or whatever, they're, they're trying to do the right thing, right? But people have a natural uh, way of projecting their own situation onto somebody else. And so oftentimes when you get advice from your friend, it's the best advice for them, but it's not necessarily the best advice for you. And so it's actually funny how often we see that happen. Um, and it's very unconscious. People don't realize what they're doing when they, when they hear advice like that. But I think it's super interesting to be able to kind of dissect that and say like, look, it's exactly what you said. This may not be the right thing for you. And this is the reason why. Yeah, I think it's important to to make sure that the, that the clients do still ask that question. Yeah. Um, because you, otherwise they're going to constantly have in the back of their mind, what if, what if, what if? Right. And right. it's just like, you know, their friend, they, and, and to me, I always look at this, you know, when somebody gives me, oh, this was, oh, I shot a, you know, a, a 75 the other day on the golf course. And it's like, okay, I, what does that 75, you know, look like? And did they really shoot the 75? Yeah. <laughs> same, same thing with this. It's like, oh yeah, man, I made, you know, I made thousands of dollars, you know, because I bought and sold this stock. And it's like, you know, they're telling you about that, but they're not telling you about, you know, all of the losses. That they have, <laughs> yeah. Uh, because absolutely. they were trying to time the market or, or pick. Yeah, exactly. So it, it just comes back to ha having it customized for you. But I think to, to your point, always be asking questions, always be in pursuit of that educational 
aspect of it. And that's why, like, my biggest thing is I think of myself not so much as a financial planner or financial advisor, but more so a financial educator. You know, this is why I have my TV show that I, that runs weekly and we're on three spots every weekend. I do two radio shows every week. And the thing is, I do that to try to push as much education out into the community as possible. Whether or not people take it, well, you know, that's a that's up to them. Or whether they come in to visit with me, that's up to them. But whether they do or not, I like the consumer, the end consumer, to be as informed on their plan as they as they can be. And that involves, you know, what questions do I need to be asking if I'm thinking about this seriously at this point in my life. Right, right. Yeah, I, I totally agree with that. We cover, covered a bunch of stuff here here in this time that we've had together. What what have I not asked you that you wish I had? Um, well, first of all, thanks for having me. Uh, it's It's been really good. I think the biggest thing here is, um, number one, how can you find me? <laughs> you know, so uh, you we're going to get into that. We're okay, gonna, we're going to get into that. Yeah, part. you know, I, I think the biggest thing is it, whenever you're working with an advisor, it comes back to what their passion is. You know, I, I started in this business because I'm a numbers guy and I stayed in this business because of what my mom's going through right now. And really, not just my mom, but the rest of our family as a result of what's happened to my mom. And so, my biggest thing here is. You want to create a plan that's really custom to you based on what you want to see the rest of your life look like. And, and whether that's being in the market, whether that's using insurance, whether that's an annuity, it, it, none of that, I think, is, is the place to start with this. I think retirement is not about a product. It's about a process. That's what I always say. And uh, I think it's super important in this day and age to retire with choice. I, I just did it. I was out filming my TV show and I did an episode that's totally about retiring with choices. And um, that's my that's kind of my biggest mantra these days is retire with choice. Right. Right. Great thing. So now if our listeners <laughs> like, like, like what they hear um, yeah. or they want to come to, to one of the workshops that you do or anything like that, how can they get in touch with you or where can they go to find these workshops? Yeah, absolutely. So uh, workshop schedule will oftentimes be on our uh, website. It's www.eliteincomeadvisors.com. Uh, you can call my office directly, my team. I have a great team here of uh, eight different folks here in 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 our team. And so we have a couple advisors, a couple uh, support personnel here that are ready to help you. Our phone number is 443-274-3002. If you call in, you can get the live workshop schedule there. But I'd also invite everyone to tune in to my television program. It's Retire Smart Maryland Television. It airs every weekend uh, on WJZ in the Baltimore area. Uh, Saturday nights, 11.35 p.m., ABC on Sunday mornings, WMAR 10 a.m., and then a Fox here uh, Sunday at 11.30 a.m. Uh, as well. So, you know, we're out here on the radio, on television, call our office, view our content. Website's great. We have old TV episodes, podcasts, 
as well as uh, you know some video series that I've done in the past for questions you should be thinking about. So I would love it if, if anyone gave us a call or, or just consumed our content. That's what it's all about. Great, great. Prashant, we really appreciate your time today uh, and your words of wisdom. Thanks for having me, Gary. This is this has been awesome. You've been a great partner over the years, and uh, hopefully, do it again soon. Definitely. Thank you. Take care. Yes, this week, Prashant Sabapathy, who's a co-founder of Elite Income Advisors. See you guys next week. This show has been produced by Market Domination LLC. To discover how you can have your own show completely done for you and turn it into a real published book and become the authority in your marketplace, go to www.marketdominationllc.com slash podcast offer. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com. <laughs>